Scheiß auf die Colts. Scheiß auf die Colts. Anyways, Mark's got a good name. We can't taint Mark's good name. Someone could sneeze in a room three doors down, and it would be enough to knock off his last leap of confidence. They say he's better than Messi? Uh, I mean, there's buffalo chicken tenders that he put in the freezer. There were 12 guys on him. Yeah! Welcome to the Dropback Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what another terrific week I know. here, you know? Uh, really, I thought it was, I have no complaints, right? I think it went, yeah. it, I was it happy pretty with business it. Business yeah. as usual, you know, Nothing pretty much exactly what we yeah. expected. You know, we go in there, we play our game, and we go. We, just, yeah. we go in there, we execute, we do our jobs, and, you know, that's what the Patriots do. I was happy to wake up at 9 o'clock on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning to uh, see our team go show those European, you know, foreign people watching football maybe for the first time what good football looks like. Yes. And that's exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of our team and what we put on the field, our product. Mm-hmm. Very happy with the effort, especially on offense. Wow. Yeah. What I, I, I couldn't be happier, especially like the week before, you know, that those – Frankfurt fans, you know, they, they see the Chiefs and the, the Dolphins play. It, it's it's mm. good that they get to see some actually, like, good football. Some real there. football. Some, some real tough-nosed yeah. defense, you know, because that's what this game's about. I mean, hey. You Hard-hitting, get, tough guys out there. You get the best team you know, in the last the two decades in your home stadium. You got to be you gotta be happy, right? Got to be in your A-game. Yeah, yep. you got you to gotta show up and you say, I'm going to get tickets to watch the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick mm-hmm. play football. And, hey. I don't think any one of them were disappointed walking out of there. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been. I don't know why they would be. Hey, random question for you. What yeah. what what percentage of Frankfurt fans that went to the game do you think still thought Tom Brady played in the Patriots? <laughs> Counter question. How many people at that stadium thought that Mac Jones was Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say – there had to at least been a couple. That's really not that good. Yeah, they were like, this This is the guy that people, you know, worship. This is the guy. They say he's better than Messi yeah. and Ronaldo. The German fans don't talk like that. Yeah. They probably talk a little, um, a little different. If you couldn't tell, ladies and gentlemen, that was a little bit we were doing called A Day in the Life of a Happy Pats fan, something that we haven't experienced in a very long time. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a long, long while. But I think we all can agree that this past Sunday maybe wasn't the best viewing experience for a football game. Uh, I would even go as far as to say it was one of the worst I've ever seen. And it feels like I've said said that several times this season, but I don't think, honestly, I don't think I've misspoken any single time. I think the games have gotten progressively worse. Uh, Mac Jones, you can almost see his confidence withering away. He's like a he's like a, a dying rose, and like the last petal is like dangling off of like his confidence. And a small somebody could could blow on it. A small gust of wind could come by. Someone could sneeze in a room three doors down, and it would be enough to knock off his last leaf of confidence. He's just he he doesn't look like he has spirit in him anymore. It looks like everything is gone. No, he is a shell of his former self. Like, you know, we, we, we can talk about that, that, you know, his last play of the game, you know, that great 
throw he had. But rookie Mac Jones is making that pass. I don't know who this guy is anymore because over these three years, he had we've just watched him transform into a worse and worse player. And it's 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 obviously not ideal. This and, is this know? is not Mac Jones anymore. This is this is Mark Jones. Is, yeah. Well, now you Mark's a good guy. You can't bring his good name into this. Shout out Mark. Mark, out if you're Mark. listening, you know who you are. Shout out you. Mm-hmm. I hope you're having fun in Thailand. Yep. But anyways, Mark's got a good name. We can't taint Mark's good name with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is 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 oh he 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 you know that that shit storm that we were talking about earlier yeah, the, the, the shit the Nami the Punami the Punami that was coming into Fox Bro. It's back traveled back overseas. Week, it's traveled all across <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean, oh. all the way to Frankfurt, Germany, and you know the luckily those Frankfurt fans got to experience some real football. God, what a terrible! Imagine if you're a kid, right, and you love the NFL, and your dad, you know, he's he's like a he's like a blue collar. He's like, son, I've been working, saving up for for all year in the cold, and we're going to a game. We're going to the football game, and he's like, yes, papa, and Uh, and you go to the game, Mac Jones, and you see. You see that Juju, pile of garbage, <laughs> uh, like I, I would be so I wouldn't even watch the NFL anymore if that was my first viewing experience. I would I would think that it was the worst league on the planet. There were so many mistakes and just terribly thought of plays and play in general. Like the offensive line at times looked non-existent. Our defense. I'm never. I'm not gonna say a single thing bad about our defense because they let up ten points the whole game. They are a good unit. We're gonna talk about maybe them not being such a good unit moving forward because I don't know if you guys are on in the news cycle. Something happened um, with Jack Jones. Is that what you're referring to? I wasn't. Right? I was dropping little little cookie crumbs. All right. I didn't. I didn't. It was. It was I was confused. I was like. I tricked you. He, just t- he, he tricked me. Ah, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Jack Jones, he got cut. So probably our second but best he, corner. He only played 10 snaps last game too. So he, he was a non-factor essentially. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's not – I'm not going to say anything bad about the defense. Jelani Tavai got flagged foolishly. That, that was a good hit. He crushed Isaiah McKenzie, sent him to the shadow realm. Mm-hmm. I love Jelani Tavai. He's – Becoming, he's probably my, one of my top three favorite players on the Patriots right now. I think I would go Demario Douglas, Kyle Duggar, Jelani Tavai. I think that's my three right now. I'd say it's a good, good three. Oh, but Stevenson, I love Steve. Yeah, Steve. Uh, we'll have to come back to that. Too. I don't know. We'll come back to that. I don't know. Yeah, as you were saying, like three. we don't have to get into another topic right now. But Bell, like all, all these, like you know. Rumors have been coming out last week, too, that, like, with this loss in Germany, you know, this could be the beginning of a mutual parting ways with Belichick and the Patriots. Like, that, that – in my mind, that's not good for the Patriots because this defense is the only good thing about this team. And, obviously, he has been partially mostly responsible for the fall of the offense. So, maybe, you know, I'm completely wrong in that regard. But it's 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 sort of tough. It's it, like, who, who, who would – who's the guy to come and replace him? That, that's – what I'm thinking, as crazy as this might sound, I don't think the issue with, with Belichick is his scheming or 
his, the personnel that he employs. Because, like you said, the defense is fine. Offensively, obviously, it's a huge issue. We brought in Bill O'Brien, tried to fix that. Didn't hasn't worked so far. But I also think that something that a lot of people aren't really talking about, Bill may have just lost the locker room. Like there aren't any connections really anymore outside of Slater and David Andrews, like we've talked about before, of tenured Patriots who have been with the team while they were dominant, right? So now you have a bunch of guys who are playing with a coach that historically is viewed as one of the greatest of all time because he has found so much success and has been a champion so many times. But if you have a whole group of guys that are together and they don't know all that winning personally, and all they know is getting shit pumped by garbage teams in Europe, right? Like you're not going to look at the coach, your, your leader in the same regard as somebody who's, part of the team that's winning all the time like you could listen to a guy no matter what he's saying you'll listen to him if you're winning if you're losing you're going to lose that faith and you're not going to have as much trust in him so and bill's old like bill's an older guy we've seen like dan campbell come in he leads by passion and he gets his guys riled up they would run through a wall for him the coach of the lions and it seemed that seems to be a very positive avenue to go um Mike McDaniel, super young guy, charismatic, like charming. People like him. He's a cool guy. Uh, you, you think of like all the coaches, McVeigh, like he's, you know, whatever. But then he, like Belichick is like anti all of that. Like he's not going to be your friend. He's very much your boss. He's old. You're not going to want to like hang out with him or like want to be like Bill Belichick. You're going to follow him because he's smart and he but knows I, what he's talking Yeah. About. And because of that, too, he's won six Super Bowls. Obviously, he's just a pool of knowledge that I think, you know, any young NFL player in the right mind would want to lean into that and, and, and learn from him. Um, but now obviously we're getting into the degree where, you know, the Patriot way might not just be fit for the current Patriots anymore. You know, we, we lost those superstars that were, um, you know, bringing us to all those play, like winning, winning us games, essentially who's going to make that play in the fourth quarter to put us over the edge. Give you a little, out of our little test, not a test, but like out of, our eight losses this year, how many of them have come – how many of them have been in a one-score game, do you think? Uh, well, I mean, Where we had a chance to win it and we just – I would say we, four. We have no clutch gene. I would say four. There's five. Wow. Five of our losses have come in a one-score game this year. It goes back to the Eagles. We lost by five. Dolphins lost by seven. Um, Cowboys, that didn't go well. That doesn't count. Uh, Raiders, we lost by four. Um, Commanders, three. And Colts, four uh, as well. So, like, this team right now has no clutch gene in it. And it has no offense because the defense no keeps games exactly. low scoring. I don't even it think does. it's about clutch gene because I, I think it's just well, a, an like, inability of, of offense in general at all. Because clutch implies that I think you had success in the – it's like you were up and down, up and down, right? But when you needed to get it, you got it. If you're down the whole time, it's not clutch if you win at the end, right? It's just it's I mean, lucky. it's still clutch. You know, if you if you're able to make the play when it matters the most, because in like how many two minute drill wins have we had this whole season? Out of all those, we're one for six. We beat the Bills. And I guess if you want to count that Hail Mary against the Jets where the defense held up that they almost got 
we'd be two. But I wouldn't really count the defense. Like it's it's hard to sort of put that label on a defense being clutch. But they have like they've been they've been sturdy. They've been held strong. They've been great, especially with all these injuries we've had. If we say say roles were reversed right now, say um, Matthew Judon was a a superstar quarterback right on our offense. And Christian Gonzalez was a super like a young star wide receiver, and both of them got hurt. Like, the, basically, what I'm trying to say is like we're still we I think in relation to how our defense has been playing, we would still have like a good offense, if that makes sense. I don't understand. I know I was trying to, I was trying to I'm basically trying to make the comparison that we lost our best defensive players and we still have a good defense, yet we've lost practically nobody on offense besides maybe some injuries in the offensive line, and we are horrible. We are so bad. Yeah, I, I think it just boils down to our inability to draft well. I mean, look at look at our team, right? How many – I'm going to – here's a thought exercise right now, as a matter of fact. Um, I am going to go through – you see if I can find it. Okay, ready? All right, so here's a little thought exercise. I'm going to read through our 2022 draft class, and you just say hit, miss, or meh, okay, for the guys okay. that I say. All right, pick number 29, Cole Strange. He's been meh. Yeah, he's been obviously at the time of the draft. People were saying it was a reach. He should have been a second-round pick, and, you know, that's never a good thing to hear about your – like, second, third-round pick, so it's never a good thing to hear that your team has reached on a player. Um, and especially when you reach a guy and he hasn't really proven to be, like, a overwhelming great guy, you know, and he's been hurt a lot of the time, and, you know, hopefully he's here for a long time and he proves to be, like, a foundational uh, – like, learns a lot from um, – David Andrews and become, becomes like a foundational part of this offense. That that was the goal in mind that Bill had. You know, let's hope that that happens. But obviously, man, right now, his blocking has not been great thus far. All right. Uh, pick number 50, second rounder, Tyquan Thornton. No. <laughs> He's like – he hasn't even seen the field, it seems like, in, in his year and a half. Like, he's just small. He's injury prone. He gets hurt all the time. He was on IR at the beginning of the season, comes back, hurt again. Like, if we need guys that are going to be on the field, he's not there. All right. Uh, Third-round pick, 85 overall, Marcus Jones. Hit. That guy's good. He showed flashes last year. He got hurt this year, which is really, really tough. But um, he's one of the more exciting players in this team. And, you know, hopefully when he gets back, he sort of comes back into that Joker Swiss Army knife role on the offense too, and, you know, he starts making some plays because that was fun to watch last year, and you haven't seen that, obviously. I, will, I would I would say meh strictly because, yeah, it's fun that he's, like, a good, like, explosive player, but he was a – it's not good when the best thing that your cornerback that you drafted in the third round can do is play offense. No, I, that was he, just one thing that I was saying about he He's been a great returner, and he's, like, a good corner, too. He, so he led up the most amount of yards in the NFL the, his first year. Not great. Little <laughs> shit. But he's got, he's got other parts of his game that, you know, make him an exciting he's, player. He's a valuable athlete. I'll, yes. I'll say that. Uh, Jack Jones, fourth round, pick 121. See ya. So that's See a myth. Uh, 
Pick 127 in the fourth round, we have Pierre Strong, no longer on the team. Yeah, he got traded. Uh, Wait, he was picked in the fifth round? Fourth round. Oh, I was going to say, I think, did we trade him for a fourth round or something? I have no idea what we traded him. We traded him for a tackle. Okay. Uh, but Darian Lowe, I think. Um, another, Our third, fourth round pick, Bailey Zappi, who was cut earlier in this year. Mm-hmm. Nobody picked him up, and so we got him back. Hey, you and, see that fake spike that he had? And he that? has a good oh, – that really was cool. Dan Marino-esque. Yeah. Um, sixth round pick Kevin Harris, running back out of South Carolina, mm-hmm. doesn't really play ever. Yep. Nope. Uh, Sam Roberts, defensive end at pick two hundred in the sixth round, doesn't play as a defensive end. Exactly. Uh, Chasen Hines, a guard in the sixth round, doesn't really play. Uh, Andrew Stuber, he's a tackle. He picked him in the seventh round. He kind of plays sometimes, but he's not good because nobody on our line is really that good. So out of everybody that we li- that we listed, that's the whole draft. There was one player who we said was like maybe a hit, maybe. Everybody else is a non-factor. I mean, Cole Strange plays. I would say he's one of the better pieces on the O-line, but that doesn't say much when your O-line is garbage. Uh, Marcus Jones is exciting. He's hurt right now. So as of this present moment, he has been hurt for like 50% of his NFL career. Obviously that can change. It's only been two seasons. But if it that trend continues and he's hurt a lot, that would suck. Uh, Jack Jones gone. Pierre Strong gone. Billy Zappi, nothing with him. Jack Jones being gone is so tough. I mean, he was he, good. He, he, he was good, but also it's just, and I get it. If, if there's a player on your team that's kind of toxic and he's being detrimental to the underlying, you know, culture that they're trying to build on the team, you know, it's, it's tough to keep giving players like that chances. And I, I'm a believer in like giving people second chances, but it, it seems like with his, you know, life as a football player, you know, there's there's just been questions throughout college and the NFL, obviously, of him, you know, being mature and, you know, being disciplined. Um, so it, it's 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 tough to see a player like him go. Um, hopefully the Chiefs don't pick him up. I, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, somebody's going to pick him up. I would not be shocked if he gets signed in the next, like, three or four days. My prediction – I think the Ravens are going to pick him up because they usually don't have issues when players have character concerns. They don't have, like, reservations in picking people up like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I I thought about Earl Thomas, but I forgot that he flipped off Seattle and not – Yeah, he he flipped off Seattle and then they immediately signed him. Yeah, they did. (laughs) And then um, he got to an in-practice fight, and they were like, ah, never mind. You're gone. And then he had a threesome with his brother. Anyways, um, so – How do you know that? It's all over Twitter. Yeah, it's tough, Jack Jones. It's He was a very talented player. Uh, but thankfully, our secondary has probably the most depth out of any group on our team. So if you're going to pick a position to lose a guy from, I guess, right, silver lining, <laughs> um, you know, it's not going to help us in the short term. I think it will help us in the long term if you're not having somebody who's going to dismantle the character of your team around, right? And we're not really looking for short-term help because at this point, we're 2-8. and eight. We're not going to win out. I don't know if anybody's holding out for that. We're not, it's not going to happen, okay? Um, we are playing. But there's still a chance. I guess no. there's a chance. Hey, there's a chance. If we win, <laughs> if we win uh, the next seven games and we go 9-8, and eight, make the playoffs, make a run, beat the Bills, 
beat the Chiefs, beat the Niners, Super Bowl. I say we I say we don't trade Mac. If that that's his only is that the only scenario where he doesn't get traded if he like wins oh, it out? Has to be if if he somehow wins out and they make the playoffs and they go on a playoff run. I don't see how you could trade back. I I would feel like, you know, the blame would go on Jack Jones. Only on Jack Jones. Not even a guy part of the offense. Maybe he was just being like too too toxic. Like, you know, you go out there and like practice squad, right? You know, you get your offense defense playing against Jack Jones just just comes out with a bunch of guns. Yeah, he's going out there with guns. He's talking an enormous amount of shit all the time. Shoots Tyquan Thornton in the leg. He's on IR. Crazy, yeah, um, yeah. He's probably bullies Tyquan Thornton, dude. Yeah, um, he's got some room to breathe. If if that happens, if we win out, I will eat my shoe on the last podcast of the season, and it'll be great. Right? Yep, yep. Write it down. Andrew will eat his shoe if the Patriots win out and win the win the play make playoffs this year. Yeah, I'll do it. I will do it. Um, That's good. You got. I got. uh, Still got those other shoes. I got Ultra Boost on. These probably I wouldn't need these. your blazers. I wouldn't. Need, I just bought my blazers. I'll eat. I'll eat my blazers if we, <laughs> if we went out and make the playoffs. All right. Um, it's good. But I don't. Thankfully, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, nah, you got a point. As of right now, we are in line to have the fourth overall pick. So, if the draft falls how a lot of people think it's gonna go, which is Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., obviously we're a million miles away from the draft. A lot can change. But if that's the way it falls, we'll be in line for maybe a really good tackle, Joe Alt, uh, maybe, or maybe we could trade up, get a quarterback, or in a shocking fashion, maybe we could trade down. I would lose my shit. I know you wouldn't. I would go – if we traded down a lot, if we traded down like five picks, I wouldn't be that mad. If we traded down like ten picks or like – out of the first round, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. Yeah, trades are definitely intriguing to me. If if you know we get valuable assets in return, obviously. But if we're those guys with like the number three pick, and we're like, we gotta trade up the number one, and we like give them like our first round pick for the next year or, or something crazy like that, like that is not something that I think they should do. It, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how good. Like, like for this year, for example, right? You got. Um, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud going one and two. Obviously, it looks like the team that traded up for Bryce Young right now is is destined to be shit for at least the next three, five years still. But Texans at number two, you know, they traded up and they got a defensive player. You know, they stayed right where they were. They got C.J. Stroud. He's been a hit so far. He's been looking great. Rookie of the year lock thus far. We'll see how he plays the rest of the season. I'll knock on wood because I, I hope he does well. He's going to be an all-pro. Yeah, and and they traded up and they got um, Will Anderson. Anderson. He's at, been a stud three. too. He's a beast. Yeah, so they they've been making moves, and you know, trading up for a quarterback all the time might not be the thing that I will, makes you a successful team. I will just preface this for you all listening at home. Andrew is a secret Texans fan, so just take everything he says with a grain of salt. Um, he will ownership. He will uh, jump ship. My, uh, anti sorry. anti ownership. Pro player, yeah, anti-massage. It so he is a player. I, I know. I'm just trying. And Andrew is anti-massage. Just let's get that out there. Yeah, and don't worry about that. Long story short, 
Anyways, I've been a big Texans fan for like no reason at all. I, you know, the JJ Watt era, DeAndre Hopkins era was so much fun to watch. David Johnson era. Arian Foster as well. He was filthy. Dude, when they traded DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> when they traded for David Johnson, you know, instant reactions like, this team's going to be great. Deshaun Watson, D Hop, Will Fuller, David Johnson, they're great. And it's like, okay, who'd they give up? DeAndre Hopkins. And it's like, why would you trade for a running back that's old and washed? But I think, I don't know. It seems like, you know, they've, they've gone through the full cycle of, of being a good and then shit. And then now they might be getting back into the good phase with, with take the, Tank Dell, uh, Nico Collins, you know, CJ Stroud, obviously. I think I was the biggest David Johnson fan on the East Coast. Um, didn't It wasn't a long ride, but it was a fun ride. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think uh, you got to be careful when you trade up to get a quarterback. I mean, obviously we've seen so many of those guys fail. I mean, Zach Wilson. Although Zach Wilson, this he's not playing well. by Like he's not a top like 20 NFL quarterback right now. But this is by far – the best Zach Wilson has ever played. And I think it's the most support that he's gotten from like the general media because nobody expected him to play. And he comes out and he like does okay. And people are like, wow, credit to Zach Wilson. What heart he showed this game. Yeah. Um, but uh, him, Trey Lance, what a disaster he is. I Daniel if- Jones is ass and he's broken now. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's tough. You know, you swing, you miss sometimes. Uh, Carson Wentz, if we're going to go back, Jameis and Mariota, right? I don't think Goff is a bust. I think Goff has turned his career around. But it seems like from that draft class three years ago, um, with those five quarterbacks going to the first round, there's only one quarterback that you can say definitively was the best and will be the best going forward. That's Trevor Lawrence. All those guys, they, like when that happened, they were like, there's so much talent. This is so great. A lot of teams are going to get a good quarterback. And, you know, as that's developing, most of them have been misses. Mac Jones, Trey Lance, um, Wilson. You know, see how he goes. But he's, he's who's Wilson? Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach. Wilson. For some reason, and I thought you meant Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson and Justin Fields, Justin Fields yeah. as well. So, I mean, it kind of goes to show that you don't really. I mean, I don't know. Like, you got to fix your team before you you throw all your chips in there to get a get a quarterback. You know and We'll see. I could be completely wrong. We'll see how the Panthers turn out. You know, that'd be kind think, of exciting yeah. if they were just filthy out of nowhere. I think Bryce Young, it's too Brian early Burns to call him crazy. a bust. Yeah, Brian Burns is awesome. And no, I wouldn't call him a bust, but i just say that, you know, it's it's tough for a player to grow in this league with how competitive it is with your team not being good around you, you know? And with, with an organization that has historically struggled as well, it makes it that much harder on a player. So... You know, we'll see what happens two, three years down the line, but good luck to Bryce Young. Doesn't look good. But, I mean, hey, we were saying the same thing about the Texans as well going into this season. And, you know, they had a couple hits, Tank Dell. Nico Collins has been playing well. And C.J. Stroud obviously has been been winning games for him. So, you know, with some the right drafting and the right moves by the GM, teams can turn God, around. Dude. We okay, and here's we the thing. have not been hitting that. Bill? Bill, if you're listening, I know you're a big fan. Yeah, he, he listens. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know you're a big fan, Bill. Andrew and I have formed the greatest football team ever on Madden, and we draft all of our guys almost. So if you need oh. some advice, we're no, we know what to look for. Yeah, just saying, a couple, if we go back the last three drafts, 
Andrew and I can compile a list of players mm. that at the time we thought should have been drafted that weren't that have succeeded on other teams. So, Bill, if you're listening, give us a call. Give you us know, a you, call. You, you know, you know, uh, you know how to reach us. You do. See that bottom bottom left corner? Drop back to social media. Yeah, I, obviously, I think we need to evaluate the GM position. I don't think Bill. If if Robert Kraft does not sit Bill down and say, "Listen, buddy, pal, you can't keep doing this to us. You you go in, you boogie bomb the draft every single year, and it doesn't work." I don't think, I don't think Bill has a leg to stand on if he says, "You gotta let me do it, Rob." Go show him the receipts, show him the past draft class, the twenty twenty two draft class, and say, "You did this, Bill. Look, look, you did this. You you got the guy who brought the gun to Logan. You did. You got the guy." who breaks his leg every time he sneezes. You got the guy that we traded to the Browns for Vidarian Lowe. Not me. It was you. You got number 69. You got to show him. You got to change it up a little bit. It's not It's not working. Get somebody else in there. Maybe, maybe a couple of young bucks from central Massachusetts. You imagine? We, that would go so horribly wrong. We just so pull up like highlight tapes on YouTube and be like him. You you should play like this guy. He's I, he's doing well. I base I base most of my scouting off of uh, Daniel Jeremiah and uh, Bengal on YouTube. So I watch a lot of videos. Bill, I don't know. Bill, I don't know if you watch YouTube. I don't know if you have YouTube. Probably not. I I doubt Bill Belichick watches YouTube. I bet he does. Because that's so. something that he you know he can control what he searches and what videos he's watching. You know, I'm sure that he uses it all the time. You know, when they're scouting players. Now, what does he use to scout players? He probably, probably like all twenty-two huddle. He's maybe. I mean, maybe huddle's still popping. I, I don't really know anymore. Could be good. Uh, anyways, yeah, give us a call, Bill. You know where to find us. Um, but yeah, it uh, it's been kind of kind of tricky, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I think this draft coming up has a lot of good players. Um, a lot of good receivers. There's a crazy guy from Florida State. Uh, LSU has a a really nice receiver. Marvin Harrison obviously is great, but we'll see. I mean, we have no control, and I know that I'm gonna feel like I'm in the passenger seat of a runaway train whenever we're on the clock. So I'm strapping in right now. If, yeah, honestly, if if we, I hope we get into a situation where you know. Say we get Caleb Williams or get Drake May. Obviously, that's a dream situation right now. But I hope we get one of those guys, and they're like, "Hey, draft this guy in the fifth round." That's what CJ Stroud did he's, with Tank Dell, exactly. And, and he's, he's like so good. Stud. Yeah. So you know, obviously Joe Burrow too. He was a big advocate for Jamar Chase, and you know, look what they're doing over there too. So obviously, I don't know if Mac Jones has made any recommendations at all. I don't think it would have really helped with the way he's played, but. You know, the league is sort of shifting in a sense. There is movement to quarterbacks having more say in what their weapons are. And I think, you know, for better or for worse, you know, there could be something to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Mac Jones could clamor, hey, you got to take Devontae Smith. And Bill was like, Mac, he's, he's gone already. They took him. <laughs> he, he was gone before you. <laughs> yeah, I got Mac. He's gone. I don't know. That's going to be tough. Yeah, that, that, is, that is tough. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I uh, 
it's going to be interesting. I've never been alive to where we've had a pick this high before. I remember when we drafted um, – was it Isaiah Wynn? I think Isaiah Wynn at like the 23rd pick mm-hmm. or something like that. And I was like, wow, what a high pick we have. It's great. Little did I know. Isaiah Wynn is no longer a Patriot. Isaiah Wynn is on the IR, I believe. Oh, is he? I think he got hurt with Miami. Really sure he's gone. Maybe I'm wrong, but shout out Sony Michelle, by the way. I hope you're doing well. Sony Michelle, which I learned from a TikTok, was uh, – a higher rated running back out of high school than Christian McCaffrey. And when they were doing like big football camps, he would always do better than McCaffrey. And people were like, wow, he's so crazy. Look at Sony Michelle go. And uh, Christian McCaffrey was jealous of our guy. So hold that high, Pats fans. We had a weapon. We had a bulldog. We had a guy. Maybe the wrong guy, but we had one. He was good. He was good. He wasn't great. He was good. He was fine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, going back to, like, players that were busts from drafts, I think it'd be hard to necessarily say that he was a bust. For how long, like, the life expectancy of running backs has been in recent years in the NFL and what he actually, like, did in hindsight, you know, he had a great playoff run. He helped us win a Super Bowl. He was, like, a, you know, a good, not great running back. Obviously, you know, he. I think he did. He ever have a one hundred yard game? I don't, I don't yeah, know. He, he did. Yeah, there probably did. wasn't many of he them. He never had so a thousand yard you, season. Uh, never a thousand yard season. So that's kind of what you expect from that caliber of player taking him high in the first round. But I don't know. I wouldn't call him a like a meh pick per se. You know, what we haven't talked about yet. We even talked about that throw that Mac Jones had. No, we we touched on it a little bit in the beginning, but, we, but we, it was pretty uh, good. I I understand, dude, because like I get, you know, I understand why he was nervous. It was a big moment. He in the was game nervous. He could have clutched up. Clutch. <laughs> but he, you know, he he had a chance to win us the game. But I think he remembered like last second that someone must have been telling him that if we were to score a touchdown there, then we wouldn't be able to draft Caleb Williams. So Probably he was like, it. oh, shit, what am I doing? I will say look, uh, me and Andrew were looking uh, the, uh, yesterday through old clips that we have, and we posted one where it was describing a throw where, like, Mac Jones was, like, standing, didn't set his feet, threw a terrible ball to a tight end, and it got picked off. It Same exact thing. We didn't even, like, change the words, and we posted it and it could be used exactly to describe what he did on Sunday. Um, what I thought after re-watching that throw, I, I, we all played flag football in college, um, and I, I played quarterback. The throw that Mac Jones made, if you gave me 10 tries to make that throw, I think I could hit it like six times. He is an NFL quarterback. He – Mac Jones won a Heisman, did he not? Mac Jones won a Heisman Trophy. We'll look. I, don't, I don't think so. I, think I, don't, I know Devontae Mac, Smith won one. I think, I think that was who won it over him. He just he mm-hmm. won a natty. I don't think he won a Heisman. Mm. Finishing third. All right, he was a third-placing Heisman Trophy candidate. And he... Like, 
that's something that like a, a, a 50 year old dad could do in the backyard. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, no pressure in his face and you know, that's just a routine ball and he throws it. He's, he's got like, I think he's running out further into the end zone and he's got plenty of space to throw it. Just drop it up there for him, lob it up there, whatever. And he underthrows it and throws it directly to the linebacker. He shot a, he shot a jump shot. He was like he this. Confu- yeah, he, he threw it like a, like a back foot throw. Like you have plenty of time to have a stable base, catch the snap, look, going to throw. But no, nah, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't feeling it. He didn't really want to win in Germany. That would be a pretty cool win too, honestly. If you win in Germany, you know, I don't know if these players like go out after the game at all, but like Germany, like, I don't know. Frankfurt fans would probably be pretty hyped to see, you know, a winning NFL team. Be like, oh, that's the guy that won the Patriots the game. That, oh. yes, ain't that Tom Brady? Ain't that Tom Brady? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, another thing we haven't touched on yet, um, to even add to what this defense has meant to this team and what they have, what they did last week against the Colts. You know, the Colts obviously have, have suffered with by losing Anthony Richardson as well, but they still have good. They have much better offensive pieces than the Patriots do, and we were missing two notable cornerbacks, Jack Jones and J.C. Jackson, who did not even travel to Germany for the game, stayed at home to reevaluate. He had, I think, they called it a mental checkup because he missed a meeting, right? And he uh, did he like miss a team meeting and not show up to the hotel, yeah, or something the night before the. Uh, couple days before the game or something so you know we're losing two people that are perceived right now to be our best corners on our team and we still play fine on the let up letting only 10 points up against them so yeah i mean it's it's tough um it's it's an uphill battle every week it seems like and um i don't know what the the answer is next week i don't think mac jones starts i don't think you can start zappy i I want to see what we have in Cunningham. I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't think they will. Is he even on the active roster right now? I don't think he is. I don't the thing is, that. I feel like we're in such a place. We're, we're, we're like stuck with Mac Jones. As much as it, it really sucks to say, you know, with the throw that Bayla, Bailey Zappi threw, you know, the fake snap was a good idea. You know, it took the D-line off guard. It gave you a couple extra, extra seconds to throw the ball. But Juju was clamped. And Demario Doug- Douglas – was quintuple covered? Quintuple. Quintuple? Quadruple. Quadruple? Four. What, 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 what did I say? Like, you said like quan, quan, quintuple. What is that? Like That's, 12? No, yeah, I think you just made that up. All right. Well, there were four guys defending him. There were 12 guys on him. There were 12 guys <laughs> defending Demario Douglas. Now nah, there was only four. But Bailey like had the conscious decision to throw that ball with no pressure in his face. Obviously, it's a pick. DeMar- as good as Demario Douglas is, he is not superhuman. Um, just regular human. And and we're we're stuck with these guys, two trash cans. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not great. It's uh, kind of sad, very demoralizing. You never feel happy about it. What are you gonna do, huh? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'll tell you what you're gonna do. Andrew, it is your time in the shotgun to show off your knowledge of this team. And maybe, you know, we'll, we'll see if you can throw some better better names out there, better better okay. picks, better picks. No, better, I don't know. 
better plays than these quarterbacks have. All right. Let me prepare myself. So Andrew's mentally preparing himself. He takes off his uh, the blanket and his jacket he's been wearing. For those who don't know, we record the Dropback Podcast in my barn. Yes. And it is cold. It's currently 39 degrees right now. We got the space heater up, set up, ready to go. Uh, blankets, coats, all that fun stuff. Andrew, are you prepared to enter the shotgun? We'll see. I got a, I got a carbonated beverage. Yep. Get my keys going here. And uh, what kind of beverage are you? Uh... This afternoon is uh, sponsored by Strawberry Lime Truly. Uh, truly the only drink with shotgun. True. That's not true. Truly a great drink. It's the only thing we had left. Yes. All right, Andrew. All so right. you ready to I get a, put a timer on. Almost forgot about that. Whoops. All right, so Andrew, <clears throat> this week's drop back question is going to be: um, I, w- I would like you to name five of the top eleven um, Patriots players who have the most interceptions in their career, ever, ever. Okay, ever. Patriots players the most interceptions. All right, ready? Time starts now. Oh. oh. I'm, I'm pretty close to you, but I'm not in the splash zone. Ugh. Oh, I downed that. That was quick. Holy shit. Dude, that was the fastest gun we've had. That was fun. Ty Law? Yep. JC Jackson? Yep. Uh, Gilmore? Nope. Um, uh, McCourty? Yep. Not the Ron Harmon. Chung? Rodney Harrison? Nope. Uh, so you said Tyla, McCordy, JC Jackson. Yep. One, two, three. I have three. Yep. You need two. Uh, more. Teddy Bruschi. Nope. Uh, Jamie Collins. Nope. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, oh my God. This is bad. You get 10 Lloyd seconds. Lloyd Malloy? Uh, no. Oh my God. Uh, Damn, yeah, I don't know. That sucks. And your time has expired. Did I miss any obvious ones? Um, honestly, no. Some of these guys I have never heard of, to be honest with you. Oh, come on. Okay, um, well, who, who do I, who do I go All with? right. So, number one, all-time Pat's uh, interception. Oh, I was going to with Ty Law, Raymond Claiborne, who played from 1977 to 89. I wouldn't – honestly, I probably wouldn't have done some of these either. Um, you got McCordy, you got Ty Law, Ron Hall, you got 29. Dude, you're giving me guys who played in the 60s. Played in 61 to 68. <laughs> Ronald James, 80 to 90. I thought you'd get it, honestly. I, I, I don't know. I got no, dude. I don't know who Ronald James is. I don't know who Ronald James is either. Um, but he, had, he was pretty good. He got 29. Um, you know, you got uh, Fred Marin. I was going to say Mike Haynes. Mike Haynes was a Hall of Fame cornerback who played for the Raiders after the Patriots. I didn't think he played on the Pats long enough, so I didn't say him. I should have because I'm a fool. Yeah, 28 picks for him. Asante Samuel, I should have said him, but he wouldn't have counted because yeah. he's 12. He said top 11. Yeah. I said Laurie Malloy, who's 14. Deron Dude, Harmon. I was going to say – did I say Deron Harmon? I think he did. He always – Deron Harmon. He – Logan Ryan down here. Wow. 
Thorn Harmon was somebody who I considered to do for the fan of fame just because all of the picks that he got, it seemed like he didn't he was not a starter and he didn't play all that often, but every time he was on the field, he got an interception in like the last two minutes of a game. It was incredible. He had such an uncanny knack to just somehow end up with the ball falling in his lap. And it, every time he got one, it like saved the game. What a guy. Shout out to him. I'm cold. Jesse clutch gene in him. Oh, that was pretty man. big. Dude. That was the best. Like that was the only clean shotgun we've had thus far from doing it. Andrew got that down in eight seconds from the start. Pretty quick. Pretty good. Um, God, dude, it was, uh, we go up. So this will always be remembered as the as the uh, Raymond Claiborne shotgun. The famous the Raymond Claiborne. The famous Miss Raymond Claiborne and Ron Hall shotgun. Fifty-two seconds to answer, and you don't know who Raymond Claiborne is, <laughs> and you can't come up with Brad <laughs> Marion. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, maybe I should have uh, expanded the list on that, but unfortunately, <laughs> that was a tough question. Yeah, that was that was a lot tougher <laughs> than I thought it was gonna be. I thought honestly, because you just know like random players in in Pat's history, so I thought like, oh, of course he's gonna know Ronald, Ronald McDonald, Claymore, Ronald Claymore is way better. Ronald Claymore, the best cornerback the Patriots yeah. have ever had, played nineteen twenty one. You but, should know this. That's true. He was. It was a pre-Super Bowl era. Great, great guy. He actually ran for vice president. That's true. Back in the day. Oh, well, um, well I'm uh, one in four now, I think. Something like that. One in three or one Man, in four. We might end up matching the Patriots record perfectly with our shotgun. <laughs> Bad. Because we've got one win, and it's like an asterisk win, which you could symbolize for like the, the Jets or the Bills, you know? Mm. No, come on. We've been Mickey over Mouse this. Wins. It's not Mattress. Yeah, it's Mickey Mouse win. But anyways, <laughs> I should have drank that for this week. It was a German beer. Oh, oh. that would have been nice. Next time. Damn it. Hey, next time we play in Germany or somewhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they'd want us back. If they, if they had a choice they out of all 32 teams, like obviously, you know, they, Chief, Chiefs Dolphins is a great one. I'd take the Georgia Bulldogs over the Patriots. That's not true. Let me rephrase that. That would be really cool. I don't. I don't know how well we would They would marketable win. that. No, but if they just had like a crazy college football game over. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I would rather have a but like would, a. But like, would European the European fan base be like, "Yo, this is fucking sick, bro"? Like maybe Bulldogs versus LSU. Like, if they had a really like top ten matchup in Frankfurt rather than the Patriots and the Colts, I bet they would get more fans. I don't know. I think it was a packed yeah. stadium, regardless. Yeah, they, I I will say the fans in Europe are so loud. It is awesome. Like they love yeah. what they're watching, even though it was a terrible game. They loved it. I think the NFL has a very real chance of expanding into Europe, like soon. Maybe mm-hmm. if I had to guess, I think it would be the Jags. You got three teams in Florida. You got Trevor Lawrence. The Jags, nobody really – I mean, they're a newer team. They're, they're an expansion franchise. They've never won. No one knows if you call them the Jaguars, the Jaguars. So, for those reasons – I'm out. Go to London. Become, become the, the London, Black Knights. Become the London Black Knights. <laughs> Step three, success. Sign Jermaine Pratt. Sign Jermaine Pratt. Dude, honestly – God. We have the best someone's get, Someone's eventually going to start their franchise overseas. And I don't know where it's going to be, but I think London is probably – the number one choice, you know, you got the the tunnel that you can take um, to the continental continent of Europe, Europe, right? So 
I don't know. It's it's pretty. It's I mean, obviously, there's a lot of fans in London to begin with, but you know, people can easily come from overseas and, and go to games too. So I think that'd be a good hub they for the speak NFL. English. They speak English. That's obviously a win. That's something we probably should have mentioned earlier. Yep. Forgot about that one. <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, um, I we will like we were talking about this the other day because obviously our fantasy land Madden team is from London. This it, it would be such an unfair advantage for other teams if the London like a team based in London had to travel to the United States. It, it'd probably have to be like the first both ways, honestly. It, yeah, I think it would have to be like you'd have like four game chunks like at home, away, at home, away. Right. Yeah, but that, like if you think about that team in London, you know they're living in hotel rooms for months on end, probably. You know, if you got to go to the United States for four games because you're playing Dallas, Seattle, Miami, another one, <laughs> some other fourth, some team. other fourth team <laughs> that's pretty far away. You know, it's not not ideal. So, like, what division would they become in? You know, because honestly, if they were in the AFC East, that might Makes sense, but oh my god, we'd be the Dolphins. Out. We'd be the first, fifth worst team in the division. Yeah, we're the first. I mean, you probably switch the Dolphins. I think in that that situation, right? Because oh yeah, Buffalo, I suppose, yeah. Jets, New England, and then they'd be like pretty close. But I don't really know what that plane flight is from Miami. Not you know, hey Roger, you figure out if it's worth it or not. That's and we're not talking to you, Aaron. Who? Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Honestly, I didn't get that one at first. Yeah. Um, Good call. But that would be cool. I would like to see a team in Europe. That'd be fun. Uh, have a little expansion draft. Give them the number one pick. Not this year because we suck. So don't do it uh, another year. Well, you think you think it's more likely that they just expand one more team, or they just switch? The team would switch. I think it probably team just would switch. Switch. Because unless, what if they were just like, fuck it, we're gonna add. Four more teams all throughout Europe. I think that fails so quickly, but that'd be really cool for a little while. They're just like, all right, London, Barcelona, Mexico City, and Did you say Mexico Paris. City? Did yeah. you say Mexico City? Yeah, they've been playing in Mexico for a little while now. Oh, you know? okay. well, it, it confused like, me because you said in Europe. No, I, I know, thought, I know, but then I thought, hey, Mex- you know, they've been playing games in Mexico too. They obviously want right. to expand no. other countries. That's so true. I, I just thought you for a second be, thought that Mexico is in Europe. Oh, yeah, that'd be. No, that'd be that'd be bad. Um, be bad. They, they should put one in like a random city, like put one in like Croatia. It's like super far away from yeah. everything else. Um, no, that'd be cool. I'd like to see that. Maybe not the. I think the best would be to switch a team. Maybe not add four new teams at the same time because I, I agree with you that might suck. Yeah, but, it's it's tough too because for other, um, leagues, right? The NHL they added um the Golden Knights. Not to be mistaken for the Black Knights, different and, and the Krakens, but you know they slowly did it. And it's easier for them, I think, because they play 86 game seasons opposed to our 17. So obviously, each game means more. And adding four more teams, you're probably going to get four more dog shit teams right out the gate. So probably not the best move. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I wouldn't really expect a team to actually be overseas for probably another 10 years. I think there's a lot of foundational stuff they got to do to really hone in on an actual market that's that will be loyal to a team that goes there. But hey, we'll see. It would be really cool to for, for a team to 
to take that leap and do it. Yeah, I agree. Plus, imagine having like a like a Trevor Lawrence in London, right? Yeah, that'd be honestly that'd be cool. That'd be probably the best moves for, move for the Jaguars right now. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But Maybe I, not. I don't know what it, the what goes in behind the scenes of relocating an entire NFL franchise. But speaking of Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, you know what other team is a large cat? The Bengals. And what division are they in? The AFC North. We have an AFC North draft that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like that transition? I did like that transition. Honestly, you, you kind of caught me off guard <laughs> for a second. I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, we draft Bengal, what, uh, uh, what? <laughs> um, Makes sense now. Have we done, like, a? did we do, like, a preseason award winner prediction thing? I don't think so. That would have been smart to do because we could revisit it now. What happened? Nothing happened. Oh, do you not have it up? Oh, I thought you had it up. I saw I've said called. Well, we want to. Why don't you just drop that pod? All right. Um. So pulling it up right here for those listening on your phones. You can't see this, but you can hear it. Maybe we'll post a screenshot of our draft board. You can vote. All right. Well. It's time right. once again for our fateful rock paper scissors match. Mm-hmm. Undefeated, never lost. All right, ready? I like your pants. Fuck off again! Dude. <laughs> I do paper every time. I Always lose. scissors. All right. So, <sighs> hmm, this is interesting. It's a tough pick. It it's really a tough is. Pick. And you know what? I don't want to be the one to make it. You want to trade me the pick? No. I'm not gonna <laughs> trade you the pick. Stupid. No. I think I'm just going to take someone else that you might not have expected. Give me Jamar Chase at number one. As a running back. As a wide, <laughs> as a wide that's, receiver. That's who I would have picked, too. I don't think you're wrong. It's, he spells his name so well. Jamar. <laughs> ah, whatever. Um, Jay Chase. Um, that, I think that's the right pick. Because he, he's the most explosive receiver in that entire division by far. He's a game changer. If he's with either one of the top quarterbacks in that division, he's he's the difference maker, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think similarly, I'm going to take the best running back. Um, give me a one Nicholas Chubb. I think he's shown – I mean, obviously, you're, he just blew out his knee. But I'm taking Nick you want, Chubb. You want him as your, your number one guy? I'm taking him as – so, okay, can we even do that? Because at the beginning of our season, we were gonna we were gonna compare the beginning our beginning teams to our later teams, right, and see how we did with them, uh, right? Yeah. So if you draft a guy that's injured, it's not gonna look good for you over the course of the I season. Agree. But if you want to take him, be my guest. He's a great running back when he can play. What? I don't. See, we never settled what the, the injury thing is because I took Saquon too. And so, I know he's not hurt right now, but he's been hurt historically. And I said, if we're taking guys fully healthy, I'm taking Saquon. If we're taking guys fully healthy, I would take Nick Chubb. But if we're going to revisit this at the end of the season and I'm picking after Nick Chubb destroyed his knee, I think it would be a foolish move. So with that expectation in mind, I'll go with the best tight end in the division Give me Mark Andrews. All right. Good call. Good call. 
Oh, oh, hello. I thought you were going to type it. You should just type it from here on out. Mark Andrews, great tight end. Definitely the best in the division by far. I, I, like, number two tight end in that division, I don't got to worry about it for right now. But All right, since you kind of have left me with space for a quarterback, hmm, could take the guy. Ah, geez, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson? I don't think you can really go wrong. I don't think you go wrong with either one, too. But if we're if we're gonna say Joe Burrow has had a slow start to the season, and I think Lamar Jackson's a great quarterback, but I I, I don't know. I, I think he has a tendency to lose against bad teams. So uh, for that reason, Joe Burrow's been picking it up. I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. Feeling good about that. Okay. Good, good player. Get him on Chase on board together. You know, the worked in college. They yeah. work in the NFL. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm going to go with the second best receiver in the division. Give me Amari Cooper. Wow. That's a good pick. He's He's been playing pretty well this year. Fun fact, fun Latin fact. Um, Amari means to be loved in the Latin language. That is a fun fact. Yeah. To be loved. The future perfect tense. Mm. Back to you, Bob. Back to me. So, hmm. I'd like to take a running back, but, Mm. you know, up on the board here, we got Gus Edwards, Joe Mixon. Um, Jerome Ford, goat, and um, what's his name? Alabama. Now the guy in the Steelers. I'm completely forgetting. Nope, yeah, he's, blanking. Yep, yep, he's from Alabama. He's a first round pick. You got uh, Najee Harris. Wow, yes. wow. I was lagging for a second there. Um, Najee, you know, not really a great player all the time. But he's a solid guy. But I think I think you got to go with Joe Mixon here. So I'm slowly drafting the entire Bengals team. Yeah, what you have, I'll just draft the Bengals. Um, okay, I mean that leaves me with wide receiver two, and I think I'm I'm stuck between a couple guys here. But ah, geez, okay. If I'm going historically, I have one answer. If I'm going future, I have another answer. What will your answer be? You know what? I think it's really. I think it would be really funny to force you to just draft Bengals, and I'm gonna hook up my quarterback with my receiver. Give me Zay Flowers. All right. You can have. You can have the other guy. I mean, that's interesting you say that because I wasn't even thinking of taking him. Really? Who you think? I mean, with the way George Pickens. No. Oh. I was going to take Deontay Johnson. Oh, uh, okay. That's fair. That's a good pick. Notable, yeah, notable touchdown getter. Notable touchdown getter. Great but, receiver. Can we say – okay, this is a crazy fact. So before last week where Deontay Johnson scored a touchdown, his last touchdown that he scored was thrown to him by Ben Roethlisberger. That is gross. Yeah, it's such a long yes. time. He's been so out of the league for years. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, they had the saga of Mitchell Trubisky and who's that guy that got hit by? Got Mason hit Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Attempted oh, yeah. murder by Miles Garrett. We should also crazy. start doing like one defensive player, maybe to draft. Yeah. Or the defense to yeah. draft. Because these All are right. just offenses. Um, okay. Uh, do I go? I don't like Najee Harris. I don't want to take Najee Harris. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson right now and think about it. All right. That's fair. You know, I think you had a, some better options at quarterback like Kenny Pickett. True. Now, honestly, or, I don't think Kenny Pickett's good. I think he – I think the Steelers right now are in, in the same boat the Patriots were a year ago, but they had better receivers, and I think over the course of the next year – In a way better defense. That, yeah. Well, way better well, defensive I mean, talent. They have T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, he's great. But if you could pick a defense to take, not the Pats in their current form, but previous healthy good form, I would take the Pats hmm. over them. But um, tight end here to line up with Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Deontay Johnson, each one of those guys having a J somewhere in their name. Um, not a whole lot of great options, to be honest with you. Hmm. Are you gonna give it to Google? I feel like you can't. I feel like you can't. I'm like forgetting people's names right now, though. This is bad. I'm like thinking of the guy on the Browns, but I like forgot his name right now. Oh boy. I'm not gonna tell you, dude. I literally like. I'm not even gonna have an NFL player at the end of the uh, like, <laughs> Gary Barnage. Gary Barnage. All <laughs> pro tight end. Oh wait, no, 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 no. It's coming to me. Pat, meh, uh, uh, Pat fucking, it's on my fantasy team. For, Pat for, 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 for the boys, Pat for the boys. <laughs> is he still on the Steelers? Yeah, I thought he got he's, traded. No, he's still, he's still there. Is he? He's a certain type. Prior he's move. Prior move. He's on my team. He's good. I thought he got traded. No, no he's good. He's a good guy. He's, he's on the Steelers. Good, you're certain? man right now. Yeah. Pat Firemuth. Good man. Look at that. Oh, that's cool. Come here. Uh, that's Johnny Smith. I Look up was... Pat Fryermuth. I I part of I me thinks that he team. got traded. My bro. I E. Fryer. Dude, he's 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 doing. He got us like. Where did he get traded to? Yeah, he's on the Pittsburgh. He is on the Steelers. Okay. Oh, not, not pretty shit, but he has he's a total of 40, <laughs> he's hurt. He's 53 yards and two touchdowns this season. And we'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll okay. take him. Probably not the best option. Um, you know, I forgot he got hurt. I also forgot his name. I also forgot the guy on Brown's name, too. Uh, shame. He's actually not bad, too. So shame you locked in Pat Fryermuth? Yeah, I guess Are I got you. thinking to, Austin Hooper? But, no, I was thinking about David and Joku. David and Joku, yeah. Austin yeah. Hooper is on the. Is he still on the Browns? I don't think David so. David and Joku is not bad. Okay, but you locked in Pat Firemuth. Yeah, I had to. Didn't, didn't think because I couldn't think of his name. My memory recall failed me. Um, we're gonna go with Pat Firemuth. Uh, Fifty yards in the season, right, dog. Right. Nice. Um, you will cap it off. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna abbreviate the first name. <laughs> Right, man. 
Cry mouth. Um, okay, so that leaves me the running back. As much as I would love to take Nick Chubb here, I'm a huge Nick Chubb fan. I feel like it violates the rules. Um, although you did just take an injured tight end. Yeah, you know, you'll probably win that position <laughs> at the end of this season. Unless, like, in a scenario where Andrews gets hurt and Pat Frymouth comes back and, you know, he gets, like, 800 yards and 10 touchdowns in three games, you know, that that's like a dream shot for me. Dream scenario. I'm going to go Nick Chubb. I'm going to go Nick Chubb. All right. Hopefully uh, he has a pretty good rest of the season. Maybe he'll come back for the playoffs. He won't. But I think if we look it's back on this, pick. we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. I don't know. I feel – How many years do you want to look back? One. I think he can come back next year and be good again. I do. I think Nick Chubb is a superhero. All right. Well, we'll see how he how he does. Um, but, you know, he is also – you know, there is a significant cliff with the running backs. And he's pretty old as it is. You know, like Sony Michelle got drafted before him and retired they before him. The same draft. But he was like six picks earlier. Yeah, that doesn't mean he got waiting for longer. He's had a short, not a short. short it's like twins like, when they're born; like yeah. one is older. Sure. Yeah, exactly. He was in the NFL so, for an hour longer. Yeah, but he's he had like Michelle retired like two years ago, a year and a half ago, or something like that. All right. Well, hey, that's the draft, and uh, you know, if if the Patriots draft went Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb. Zay Flowers, Amari Cooper. Throwbacks when there was Andrews. a lot of speculation of us getting a Lamar Jackson. That would have been so fun. I that would have been. Like, we all wanted it. Me and Andrew both wanted it to happen. Yeah. And honestly, hindsight's 2020, obviously. But considering that eight of our losses have come, uh, uh, five of our eight losses have come in one score games, I think he's definitively the type of player to rally the troops and get that last one. Especially because those games too were just boring games. Their offense couldn't move the ball to begin with. Like, I think you can figure it out. Yeah. Well, next week, who do we have next week? Uh, next week, we will be playing against. Oh, oh big wow. Game. Super Bowl rematch. Patriots at the New York Giants. We so, can win, maybe. Hey, that's going to be the worst game ever. Which team wants to win? Which less. Team, yeah, which team wants to win less? What team wants it more to lose? I think it's funny that we have been pro chemistry and pro win, and then, but like subliminally, I feel like we're like. It would really, it, be it would really suck if we lost this game. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I think that we need to win this game, and if we don't. You know, it's it's you could say it's good because we're we're gonna drop down in draft position, right? Um, and be in the sweepstakes for those top guys. But then we're also losing to uh the veto led Giants. You know, like he has been handing the ball off for most of the snaps in the game. He's not passing at all. They have virtually no their offense is ranked worst in the league. You know, we can't we can't lose to a team like that and just be happy about it. That's disgusting. That's horrible. Yeah. But, hey, we'll see what we'll happens. See what happens. You know, we lost by four to the Colts. 
So you never know with this team. Don't count know. them out just yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm a believer. Yeah. Hey. And you will be too after next week. Believe that. Sponsored by the Dropback Podcast. Yes. And truly, from yours truly, the Dropback Pod. Go Pets. That was a good ending. <laughs>